0: Go go go! All right, I will. I go then. Go then. I will then.
1: (laughs) Oh God, I can't remember what else they say. They just shout. Go then. I'm going. Go then. I'm going. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I keep thinking there must be more to it than that, but there isn't, is there?
0: There really isn't. No, Uh, that's, that's the entirety of it. I can't remember what it's from either. Wayne's World. Oh,
1: is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was actually thinking Mike Myers, but I couldn't think in what context. Whether it was like, I knew it wasn't Shrek. No. And I didn't think it was the only other thing I think I've seen him in. Oh, no, he was in Austin Powers, of course. Yes. And so I married an axe murderer. Well, I try. You know, I know you have your moments. I do. (laughs) Um, But yes, anyway, so shall we go? Let's go. Go there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've got to go now. Go now. Go now. Go now. I'd
1: join in, but I don't know
0: it. How <laughs> oh, do you not know that one? I don't know, you've lost me on that one. Okay, never mind. Um
1: <sighs> I, I mean I could do I could just go like I could just make go now sort of noise. Oh God, I do know it! Yeah? I do know it! Oh well done. Can't think of it. Okay. Like You've got to go yeah, no, I know I do know the I do know it now you say it.
0: Okay. Ah it's nearly there. I'm nearly cultured. Uh, I'm not. Just stick me back in the petri dish. I'll be <laughs> fine.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't help it. I don't have a musical education. I I learned what did I learn? I learned stuff, I'm sure I did. I took subjects. I remember choosing them. You had to choose them. You did. Anyway, you
0: would like to talk about something this evening? Let's do that okay okay hello lovely listeners hello welcome around the virtual campfire settle in warm your knees grab a biscuit and a drink of choice all shuffle in we've got some lovely new listeners joining us probably (laughs) so make a bit of space get everybody in around the virtual campfire welcome to frithcast hello hello welcome I am half your hosting team. My name is Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook under that name and on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. That's your end bit, isn't it? Yeah, that's my end bit. Okay. In
1: which case, I'm Kate Coldwind. I'm <laughs> the other half.
0: No, wait. I'm supposed to say something else, aren't I? Yeah.
1: Fudge. Your name is Suzanne and you're a heathen with a head full of stuff, some of which is useful.
0: And your name is Kate Coldwind and you're a coffee powered druid. Yeah,
1: I'll do.
0: Alright. Welcome to Friskcast. Music goes here. Da 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 da, da. See <laughs> so you know that bit da, of music. Da, 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 da. How do you know that bit of music? You don't know do, the other
1: stuff. Do, do I can't do it, I can't get the te- the key right. Hang on. then it goes down and I can't. It's not that I can't necessarily get that low, it's just that I'm hyper-conscious of how low my voice is anyway. So, um, it's more that I don't basically want to. But I can. No, no, that's good. Okay. Um, so, with the tune coming to its natural conclusion... Uh, or at least the bit of it that we normally use. There's actually yeah. a whole song there, there is, folks, and it's, it would be it would definitely be worth your while going and going and having a look.
0: We just listen to the front bit, don't we? Yeah,
1: you'll find the uh, details of the track in the um, show notes. Yeah. Uh, go give a listen. Um, and now uh, my um, uh, illustrious co, not co-host. I'm the co-host. The host. I'm the co-host. I'm the co-host. I'm Spartacus. You're the... <laughs> I'm Brian and so is my wife. Um... <laughs> Whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, you're going to explain to the lovely listeners what we're going to be talking about this evening.
0: Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome Hello. to Frithcast 152. Hello, all of you. We're going to be doing a runic spotlight today. Woohoo. Woohoo. Right? And, yeah, it's going to link to, um, well, yes. Runes. Yeah. It's going to link to runes because it's a runic spotlight, well thought of. Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking at a, a rune that kind of looks like Madonna's costume from the Blonde Ambition tour in 1990. We're going back a little bit. Yeah. Can you describe this? Pointy. Pointy. Mm. Sort of like... Double
1: pointy. Double pointy. Yeah. Sort of pointy in the uh, point upper direction.
0: Pointy yeah. forward
1: department. Yeah. Yes.
0: The Lara Croft version original pointy. The original.
1: Yeah. Original Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is
1: pointy. It is. That's actually, there's a, there's a, there's a, it is, it is widely claimed across the games industry that the um, uh, volume, shall we say, in terms yes. of, you know, physical dimensions. Of course. Uh, of, um, Lady Croft's um, pointies, pointies, mm. right? Um, was actually accidental um, that they they put in the wrong value, and that's why they're so big and pointy. Well, not pointy, but that's why they're so big. Uh, and it was actually a mistake, but they decided that she looked really good like that, so she kept them. That's a gaming industry little factet for you, mm. except it's not; it's bullshit. They just
0: decided to coat her with big boobs. Big boobs and a small waist. Tell you what, if she turns around really fast, she's going to snap her spine. I can't imagine... It's not going to do her any good.
1: No. No. I can't imagine as much. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you get this thing sometimes where there's these little <laughs> legends and rumors and things, and, and you're like, nah, you didn't, you, you know, like that's how you built her. Anyway, yeah. the point is runes. <clears throat>
0: well, yes, so, very good, well so done. Was that smooth? It was. it was smooth. Very unpointy. Absolutely. Yes. And
1: so runes. If if
0: I may recap, mm, please um, do.
1: The runes uh, are one of uh, a series of uh, alphabets um written series of written glyphs representing sounds mm-hmm. um which were in use by um various uh, northern european and scandinavian cultures around about the early uh oh gods what are we on like t- to the towards the 10th century
0: yeah. to be honest they cover a wide range mm-hmm. there's lots of different variations of alphabets yeah you get a younger one, an elder one. You get dotted ones and branched ones, and they, it's, yeah. it's a whole bag of ferrets. Basically. Yeah, I mean you
1: get OM and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, we're used to thinking of letters as either Roman letters uh, or um, Cyrillic letters, or yeah. or Greek within European milieu. Milieu. I, I'm sorry, it's, it's
0: just a, it's just a groovy word that I learned, so I like to deploy it occasionally. You do find it in a cracker. Yeah. Wow, my was, crackers have always got like you know. Useless little metal toys in them. They don't have words in them. They have a joke. They always have a joke. Yeah. And it's always funny. No.
1: It is if you're drunk enough. <laughs> 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 um but yeah, no, the runes the runes the runes um are they came from Etruscan or something, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Didn't they have Etruscan influences? They've got Etruscan influences, they've got Latin influences. Okay. Hot mess comes to mind. Hot mess. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so some of them vaguely. I don't, I don't know why I'm explaining this to the listeners of Frithcast because the chances are they probably know what the runes are. Well,
0: um, some from some folks it's their thing, and some folks it's not their thing. Might, so you know, yeah, there
1: might be people who've not actually arrived at this thing yet and and haven't really run into them. But runes, uh, you basically got four, three key alphabets or rune sequences I keep calling them alphabets which is a bit deceptive because alphabet comes from alpha beta which is the Greek the first two letters of the Greek alphabet so technically speaking it's really only an alphabet if it's Greek Um, otherwise it's just a sparkling symbol (laughs) a sparkling glyph series (laughs) (laughs) but then you have um, so you have the uh, elder Futhark yes and Futhark is what they're really called because these, again, the first so many letters, the F, the uh, the R, no, the F, the U, uh, the F. Very good. The A, the R and the k Yeah. Futhark. Yeah. Or for the Anglo-Saxon one, it's Futhark. It is. Yeah. Yeah, with an O and a C. But you have of the Norse ones, you have the Elder and the Younger. Yes. Which each have different numbers of letters in them. They do. And I don't know those numbers, but I think the... <laughs> the is it the younger has fewer?
0: The younger has
1: fewer. Because they're only like
0: 18 or something, uh, six, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. 16? can't remember. Eh, i have to check. Well,
1: it's a number. But yeah. it's less than 24. It's less than our... <clears throat> yeah. Our 24. I don't know which two letters I got rid of just there, but I appear to have ejected two of them. It'd be fine. And I don't know quite why. Um... And then you have the Anglo-Saxon Futhork, which is a different set entirely. Uh, yes and no. The, well, they're kind of the same, but they have some very got like, some extra wild ones on the end variants and mm, some yeah. extra ones. Um, and then, of course, you've got the Dwarven alphabet, which is um, a, a different set of runes entirely. Again, except it's probably not. I think that was in... Tolkien, he used the same runes, didn't he? But...
0: I think he probably went Anglo-Saxon given that he was a professor of Anglo-Saxon. I'm guessing that's it's probably, probably the alphabet he went with. Yeah, and then
1: of course you've got the writings of the elves which are, I'm getting a bit off topic here. A little I?
0: bit. Right, okay, That's
1: okay. Let's wind it back. It's not like we don't go off topic <clears throat> all the time. <laughs> this is true. So having given the listeners a thorough academic grounding on... Um... <laughs> Look at me <laughs> The runic, the runic <laughs> script. Um, we'll drop you some links in the description. Yeah, it's as we usually do. Pointing out that the runes themselves are not a language. No. The runes are a writing system and can be used to render the sounds of, of probably most European languages. Yeah. I don't know how well they'd handle languages like Japanese and Korean and stuff like that. But
0: probably not so good, to be honest. Because
1: they need they they have lots of tonal. Yeah. Stuff, but certainly. Clunky European Um, languages—they can pretty much handle.
0: Again, I suppose they'd have trouble with French and stuff, though, wouldn't they? Because all your accents and wee little hats and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Mind you, I've seen the International Phonetic Alphabet. Not to be confused with the Phonetic Alphabet, as in Alpha, Bravo, Charlie.
0: Yeah. Not the NATO one.
1: Not the NATO one. The International Phonetic Alphabet is suppose is you'll see it on, often you see it on like wikipedia and stuff where they've they've put how to pronounce something and it's all these weird little like crazy little symbols like little squiggles here and little lines and there's so many characters in that it's absolutely terrifying it's hundreds and hundreds of characters point is
0: letters and today we're going to be looking at Bacana. yes okay you might see it called Bacano, or you might see it called Bacanan. Mm-hmm. It's like that. And it is a B, and it looks a bit like a B. If we if we stop with the if you make with the pointy Bs, it looks like a pointy B. Yeah. If
1: we stop with the if we stop with the Madonna references for a minute, yeah. um, basically you're looking at a a B shape, but instead of loops, yeah, uh, with a bigger loop underneath because it tends to be B tends the capital B tends to be written with like a smaller loop and a larger loop. Um, with Bacana, we're talking about a, heart, a, a vertical line with two equal sized triangles, yeah, give or take, pointing to the right. Yes, unless it is pointing to the right, isn't it? Even if they're writing, yeah, sometimes they write backwards, don't they, they do,
0: but they still point the letters in the same direction. They can, oh, or might depends be depends on how you interpret your bistrophodon. Ah, yeah, but to be fair. If you're going to write Bastrophodon and you're writing every second line backwards, it's going to be a fairly easy spot for whoever's reading it. Fair enough. So if you want to make it really tricky, just put all your letters facing the right way and just write every second line (laughs) right to left instead of left to right. (coughs) Just to make sure it's as hard as possible for somebody to come along and read it. That's the point. It's not meant to be a... Well, it is meant to be a readable script, but in certain circumstances mm. not always it's but, supposed to take some effort yeah i mean
1: isn't it isn't isn't it i mean not
0: literacy in in in
1: older times you know in all sorts of languages and alphabets and things literacy has always been something that you know was a a, a skill of the few for yeah. for most of history um and it's only in relatively recent years that or recent decades that we've started getting a situation where most people can Read. Uh, most people have access to the education required to teach them to read and write. Yeah. Um, and now we sort of think about it as relatively ordinary.
0: That's, that's a baseline understanding yeah. for, yeah.
1: Whereas in the past, at the time when somebody was writing runes, it would be it was a it was a skill to be able to read and write yeah. runes. So I suppose they would probably write them with the intention that somebody would put
0: some effort into reading it. Yeah, or have the skills to read it. Yeah. So, yeah, literacy level is less. You get carvers that make mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Sounds fun. Um, Because, yeah, you get inscriptions that are missing letters. You get words that are missing letters that are spelt badly because there's no standardized spelling. Yeah. So it's all a bit of a mash. It sounds it. Basically, all a bit of a mash. But Bacana is the one I wanted to have a look at today. So at the time of recording, we are late spring Mm -hmm. so a we've just had midpoint of spring we're looking at sort of things being in full planning to grow stage yeah we're starting to get new leaves on trees we're starting to get new grass coming up we're just getting the end of all the spring flowers here in the UK
1: I was gonna say it's been bunnies and defoddles (laughs) as far as the eye can see
0: it has been all the defoddles this year, which has been quite nice. I mean, up on the up on the recreation ground up there anyway.
1: Yeah. Around the edge a bit. Yeah. Other than that, it's mostly concrete, but
0: it in principle. <laughs> principle, defoddles. Defoddles. Yeah. So this is a time of year where it is that it, everything's just starting to wind up its growth cycle. It's coming out of the hibernation of the cold season. It's not quite in the full growing season. We're still getting the occasional light morning frost. Yeah. Things have got to make that fine choice of when you start growing to give you the maximum growing time without getting singed by a frost on the way out and just starting to get your new shoots all burned off because you've timed it too early.
1: And if the flowers are getting cheesed off with it, so am I. I'm still having to scrape the damn car in the morning, (laughs) which, you know, it's
0: April. I know. I know. So this rune is translation of Birch Tree. Okay. Arrives in all three rune poems. Don't worry, we'll put links in the description if you've not encountered the rune poems before and you're not really sure what they are or what they do. Mm -hmm. This, uh, effectively, they are a poem where it's one verse per rune and there are three main poems, although there is a fourth mnemonic poem. The three main poems each give a verse per rune. The fourth one just lists the runes by name. So of the three, this one arrives in all three. So you've got three verses and when you get to compare them, that's when it gets really fun. Okay. So we tend to stick with the Anglo-Saxon verses and look at those even for interpreting our Elder Futhark for oracular work. So, you know, bag of ferrets. (laughs) But growth, this is where we're at, birch trees. Mm -hmm. So birch tree, fairly quick growing tree here in the UK. Yep used to be one in the north of England, there used to be a lot of coal mines and coal mining industries. You had coal mining towns and coal mining villages. Mm -hmm. When a lot of those got shut down in the mid to late 80s, those towns became huge slumps of unemployment. An economic depression because they didn't have the whole town was effectively in with the mining industry the, the
1: town existed because there was a mine there.
0: because there was a mine yeah. so when they got shut down when they were making the big transfer over from coal power and you had the miner strikes in the mid 80s mm. they often reclaimed the the mining sites and they planted birch trees silver birch trees yeah because they're very, very fast growing and they would stabilise the earth and put root systems through the earth, which meant that the earth didn't erode, which meant that you could start growing other things on it to try and mask the fact that it had been a, yeah. a, a pit face.
1: Yeah, it's huge, um, huge, big uh, political upheaval in the UK yeah. and a lot of those towns are still struggling today. Yes. Um, but um, we're going to pass over that.
0: We um, are, yes. So birch trees, quite fast growing. Yeah. Silver birches tend to be the one of the first trees to colonise sites like that. And then you get sort of the mid-growing trees and then you get the very slow trees like the oak, mm. where the wood is exceptionally hard because the rings are very dense, because the, it doesn't grow very fast in a year. Uh, yeah. So you end up with those growth rings very, <clears throat> very close together, mm. which means the grain is very tight, unlike things like... Um, birch and pine, where you get massive growth in a year, yeah. so it can be quite a soft wood to work with.
1: So the birch and, and similarly rapid-growing uh, trees will, as you say, they sort of they sort of condition the ground, yeah. and they make it either whether it's a deliberate planting or whether it's just you know nature doing nature thing. Yes, um, yeah. they will then uh, they've they've now prepared the ground and it becomes a a sort of a, a, a more amenable site for, for other trees to get a get into to get a foot yeah. foot in foot yeah. in the door, root in the ground.
0: Yeah, that. What have you? I understand that the birch tree is called a nursery tree. Okay. Because when it's a sapling it's very quick growing, it's very fast to grow. Mm. And if it's got other species of tree and other saplings around it, it's then racing towards the sunlight and of course with the tree, it's the first to reach full height and canopy height and then you spread your leaves out and those become all your thousands of mini solar panels yeah yeah. to catch the sun energy so the faster you can do that as a species the more energy you're going to catch the bigger and stronger you get to grow so a birch tree that grows quite quickly actually encourages the little saplings around it to grow faster Mm -hmm. because they're trying to be it to the sunlight
1: yeah and then if they can if they can win then they get it's almost as if evolution's real isn't it Steady. Sorry. <laughs> steady heretic.
0: <laughs> so, are watching thing... too many
1: Flat Earth videos. Sorry. Oh,
0: my God, why? <laughs> um, the other thing that this rune is associated with is that passing on of knowledge between generations. Okay. From older generations to younger ones. Mm. Giving that combined knowledge, that collected knowledge, and passing it down. And it reminds me very much of the early verses of the Havamal, especially in like the Cowboy Havamal, and uh, i we've just managed to procure a copy of the Yorkshire Havamal, which is ah absolutely um, <laughs> Yorkshire grand. I think is the proper word for it, mm-hmm. and it's very much in that voice of older person talking to a younger person and giving them. That advice that accent will always be you can see
1: me. the flat cap you can smell the whippet
0: I did not need that it, <laughs> yes yes I can so it's very much in the vein of the the cowboy have a mile from dr. Crawford and yep. the Yorkshire have that's just come out from dan cultus et al mm-hmm. and it's very much that advice voice and for me this rune very much has that understanding of be wary of older people in a profession where many people die young because that old person has learned how to be in that profession all the way to old age yeah yeah so and can therefore give you some phenomenal if maybe slightly cranky but phenomenal (laughs) knowledge on how to do that that role that job that task Mm when you're a young person which then increases your chances of getting to to survive which pilots and bold pilots old pilots and bold pilots and it's very much that Mm. it's you know be wary of uh, the woman who spent 21 years in the army and you walk up to her and tell her she's doing it wrong it's not going to go well for you really you know so for those that are in trades maybe where there is a high rate of injury or there is a high rate of not surviving you get old people in those trades or retiring from those trades they have got that knowledge Mm. to share and they can give you not maybe the 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 ways of doing things that are unacceptable but they can give you the cheat codes yeah and yeah you can get away with using the cheat codes (laughs) getting your way around things so i used to i used to have a zx spectrum and
1: on the zx spectrum they were on the zx spectrum they were called pokes Youch! you had it you had a a command uh poke and then you put um a memory address in and then the value you wanted it to be and it would basically insert that value in at that memory address overwriting whatever was there in the first place so (sighs) you would say okay i've got like a hundred credits in on my pilot on elite i want a thousand credits you would go poke memory address Da, 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 value, and mm. it would go. Uh, and it's just whenever somebody says cheat codes, even now, I still think poke.
0: <laughs> I'm nearly fifty. So, yeah. What can I say? It's it's that it's that the fact that older people can give you the cheat codes, mm-hmm. and they might not be absolutely up to date with the cutting edge technology, but you take the knowledge that they have, mm. and you blend it with cutting edge technology, and suddenly you're, you know. As Sir Patrick Stewart says in a film a very long time ago, evolution takes a very big leap forward Mm. because you're suddenly blending these two, you know, the the collective knowledge and passing that on and updating it and then looking at future generations using that as a standard, like literacy, like you were saying earlier on.
1: It's funny you should mention Sir Patrick Stewart. Mm -hmm. Um, Praise him. Because I. And all his works. And all his works. Um, because I was thinking of um, Scotty. Yeah? I was thinking of Montgomery Scott, as yes. as memorably, um, immortally played by James Dewan in uh, the original
0: series of Star Trek. Well, he turns around in number six and goes, here you are from one old engineer to another. Yes, Here's that all was the spark nice. plugs. That was <laughs> nice.
1: Um, no, I was thinking of the episode Relics. Mm. Um, it, it was a Next Generation episode, where it was, so it was the new, then the new crew, Patrick Stewart and 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 Jonathan Frakes and uh, Marina Sirtis and all that lot. And of course Brent Spiner playing Data. Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. Um, and um hmm? LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton, yeah. Are we do let's just name are we just naming them all? Let's name yeah. them all. Uh, Will Wheaton playing Wesley Crusher.
0: St. Levar.
1: Uh, you know, you cannot Michael from the
0: Saint of Reading. You Indeed. cannot ignore him, No, own, you absolutely know.
1: can't, no. Uh, Michael Dorn as Wolf. Michael, um, yes. Uh and and Denise Crosby. Denise Crosby. That's how she are. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, she got hard done too, but there you go. Oh, no, I don't know. I, well, I, I don't, don't know. It depends what was it. suitable for her, really. I suppose that was the important thing, wasn't it? Um, but, um, but yeah. So they have. we've got the new crew, the new Enterprise, and at one point they come across a crashed ship on a Dyson sphere, um, which is basically like a big spherical structure that you build around a star so that you're capturing all the energy from the star.
0: It's a hamster wheel.
1: It's a big hamster wheel for yeah. a massive, massive hamster, a massive burning fusion-based hamster.
0: There's an image.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and I need more coffee before I contemplate I, I that. Say, one. I say burning. That wasn't scientifically accurate, but never mind. Incandescent fusion. Incandescent will do. Yeah. A big fusion
0: incandescent hamster undergoing a fusion reaction process. Yeah. See, um, I'm sure I remembered this Star Trek episode, but I'm not sure I remember one with an incandescent hamster in it
1: well it's it's not it's not very well known you'd only probably know about it if you're a real fan
0: oh <laughs> burn ouch Hosh.
1: so they find this ship and they find the transporter system is still alive
0: yeah it's Jerry discover read, isn't it yeah to cycle through the pattern it's buffer. like looping
1: through the <clears throat> yeah. uh, the pattern buffer and they discover that um, Montgomery Scott, the engineer from the original Enterprise, mm-hmm. is trapped in this path- pattern buffer, just going round and round and round the um, the energized cycle. And uh, they manage to restore him, yes. manage to beam him into back into existence. And of course, then he has to go through the process of trying to assimilate into this new yeah. society that's like eighty years further on than where he was. Technology's come on, and he's going around the place trying to help. He wants to be. Helpful because he was the, the you know, one he of the was leading the engineers lead in Starfleet. engineer for
0: the flagship. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so he he feels he should be able to help, and it's only it's only eighty years. It's not things can't have changed that much. Mm. And of course he's completely baffled when he tries to do something, anything, and Geordie LaForge is running around going, "No, don't do that!" And having to <laughs> put everything back together again. And Scotty faith has to face up to the fact that he doesn't really fit but it was kind of it just made me think of that because you're saying you know these people have all the tricks they might not necessarily know the the, the exactly up-to-date procedures and all that sort of thing yeah. but they know they have that knowledge they the understanding of the, the the mechanisms and the principles and, and all that yeah kind of stuff, which... and
0: how they've got to where they are yeah. and that richness of life and yeah so this rune reminds me of that teaching being passed down generations mm, mm. you know that a few generations ago my ancestors wouldn't have read yeah. or they might have read by going to Sunday school and reading the Bible yep you know for two hours on a Sunday that would have been their education. King James of course of course but yeah they would have it's not my favorite version to be honest but they would have read that and that would have been the the sum of their education and they would have been effectively in apprentice style jobs mm. as a, a as a as a standard yeah and gradually in the last few I don't know a couple of hundred years, We've got to the point where we have a standardised education system. We have standardised schooling systems. We have subjects that are taught, give or take, to the same level. You take a GCSE in Cornwall, you take the same GCSE in Scotland. Yeah. You kind of come out with an accepted level of education. Yeah. Or at least and,
1: equivalent <clears throat> equivalent exam levels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's the same at higher levels. Mm. You can take, I could take the qualifications I have. And it, on a larger scale, I could take them to America and they would be equivalent to certain agreed American standards of education. Yeah. So we've not only got it between different ends of the island I live on, mm-hmm. but also I can go halfway round the world and they are recognised yeah. at, at, at a particular level.
1: Certainly the, the, the qualification standards from one country can be mapped onto those of another. Yeah. And
0: yes, so... and this rune also puts me in mind of collective knowledge being shared and built on. Mm. So I think it was a few years ago, um, somebody posted up on an internet forum saying that for people with Parkinson's, the medication bottles were really, really hard to open because they were tiny and they were small and they had to put pressure on them and then push down and turn the lids, which is really difficult when you've got Parkinson's.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So somebody then you know a designer sat there and put a 3D design together for a medication bottle published the designs on the same forum mm. and a few other people chipped in with uh, advancements and with tweaks to that design and they went oh hang on can we do this with this design and they came up within like a week yeah. with a bottle that was much more suited to people with Parkinson's and wow. they allowed the design to go out for free Wow! so that companies could pick it up and say, right, if you are producing medication that helps people with Parkinson's, here <sighs> is the bottle you need it in so that people with Parkinson's can open it themselves and get their own medication. Wow. And so it reminds me of things like that when those steps in learning come together and create something that that benefits and leaps as takes us a step forward collectively
1: it's almost as if we don't need capitalism isn't it
0: steady sorry just thinking out loud heretic (laughs) you know the hedgehogs get paid in biscuits anyway oh this is
1: true yeah (laughs) They formed a cooperative.
0: They did. You know, we've got a hedgehog cooperative, yeah. which is all good. I am I am good with this. They unionized. <laughs> it's like I'm good, good, with this too. good stuff. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. So yeah, this rune reminds me of a lot of of things from birch trees to the political history of this country in the eighties and mm. where how birch trees come into that. Looking at you know if I go into a wood or a forest and it's got silver birches in it and i'm just at that point of half light mm-hmm. those silver birches just glow
1: yes they do
0: and that is something that i really love seeing
1: they are absolutely gorgeous in the right yeah. light
0: i mean it, they're gorgeous
1: anyway let's face it
0: but... and they kind of look like they've been painted by an impressionist they don't I... look like a proper tree they just look like the impression of a tree yeah they don't look like an actual physical tree they kind of look like this sort of Half in and half out of this reality tree. There are. I like those. Yeah, I like those. So going from that to Parkinson's medication bottles to Madonna to Lara Croft to knowledge being passed down generations, yeah, this rune has got it's got a lot of different rabbit holes I can go down for me.
1: Just as an aside, the city of Derby in the United Kingdom.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: spelt D E R B Y.
0: But, but we pronounce it Darby Derby with an, a. With an yes.
1: a- R. Um, has a street called Lara Croft Way unless you're
0: in certain areas at which point it's Derby
1: well if you go to America they have the word Derby means um, is it some sort of rally a, a, a race a race of some sort do you know I don't know Derby or maybe a tournament of some kind mm. but I know, I know it's
0: American listeners let us know yeah yeah <laughs>
1: But it's 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 the same it's the same um, it's the same function that separates our word the, the English the British English word clerk as in somebody who works in a bank or in mm. an admin function or what have you is a clerk whereas in America it's a clerk it's the same word same spelling it's got an e in it but we pronounce it with an a and they pronounce it with an e with an e,
0: but yes it has a Lara Croft way it has a Lara
1: Croft way it does I just thought I'd mention it because I think it's kind of cool. Um, I always the it's because as I understand it, uh, Core Design, who originally came up with Tomb Raider, the pointers. Uh, with the pointies, yeah, yeah. Um, but Core Design used to have an office in Derby, yeah, um, and it uh, got named for for them. But they decided so rather than call it like Core Design Way or something, they just decided to commemorate the fact that there's this this very famous character. Um, that's been in all Darby. these games and films comes from that, <laughs> and i i love the idea because i think i i love to i love to imagine that in you know many many years hence um you know in like 100 years or whatever when everybody's forgotten about the games and you know even the memes have died away and nobody really knows who and people are coming across this street and going to oh, no, lara croft way she's some some she's maybe some local like council dignitary or local goddess or some local goddess, Synchronous, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so we dug down and found a temple. So it must be to this Lara Croft. Yeah, yeah. No, I just like that idea. It's like, oh, Lara Croft. Yeah, she was. What was she? She was a council of some
0: sort, wasn't she? Can't find her in the council records. <laughs> shadow Council. <laughs> shadow Council. Darby Shadow Council. Yeah, you can work. So... For the, you can work for the Shadow
1: Council and still think you're not the bad guy. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Little fools
0: drif- give it away. We're
1: drifting off into Star Wars there for a minute. Lovely
0: people. We're going to go drift off into Star Wars for a bit. Yeah, that just might be a good idea. And just chill out around the virtual campfire. You are welcome to stay around the virtual campfire and just chill out a little bit. Always. Always, always. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode. It's been a bit of a different one, but we'll throw some links into the description like we usually wow, do. Wow, we've
1: barrelled about a bit.
0: That's kind of what we do, though. But, you know... And with the runes, you can go on rabbit holes. I mean, really, you know, yeah, you can. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. It's like you just, you know,
1: because they're so. I mean, we didn't, we didn't really say at the beginning, did we? It's like we didn't sort of make it make make sort of clear at the beginning that each of the runes has these. I know you mentioned the rune poems and things. Yeah, that it give, has a concept that, or a, that has these kind con- concepts it, yeah. attached. But they can, you know, from there you can you can interpret them in all sorts of different ways and. Mm. Yeah, I know. In divinatory terms, people people will use them in 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 combination with each other to create. Oh God, yeah. You know, <laughs> more complex meanings and all that mm. kind of thing and layers. Layers. Runes have layers. They do. They're like ogres. Trifles. Parfait. Mm. Mm. Parfait.
0: <gasps> Croquembouche. Donkey. What? They have layers. Do they? Mm. Awesome. Tasty, tasty layers. Mm. Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you with that. Image of whatever image you've got last stuck in your head. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode. Croc and Boosh. Yeah. Well, Croc is
1: the things that you wear on your feet. No, the and, French
0: spelling has got a
1: Q in it. And Boosh was the bounty hunter that Princess Leia was dressed up as when she went to rescue Luke from, uh, went to rescue Han from the Jabba's palace. Deep cut. She was using the name Boosh. Whoa. Fairly sure I remember that.
0: We're going to have to go watch
1: that film again now, aren't we? So Croc and Boosh is her wearing Crocs.
0: I'm which, not sure I can get away with that image, but okay.
1: I mean, she's in a sandy environment. <laughs> yeah. On Tatooine, so you, she's going to get she's going to get, get like between her toes and everything.
0: Yeah, might get little sunburnt holes on it where she's got holes in her shoes. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be no good. So, do you want to tell the
1: lovely listeners where they can find you?
0: Yeah, lovely listeners, you know where to find us. If you want to come and find us, come and continue these discussions with us online. If you want to come and find me, I'm Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook under that name and also on Twitter at Geetha Ingees. And if you want to find me, I'm on Facebook, Kate Coldwind. Uh, Drop me a
1: note, friend request, uh, insult, whatever you feel like. All good. Uh, I'm, I'm used to it. Um and uh, yeah join us if you just do a quick search on facebook for frithcast pod you'll find our page there for this thing that we do yeah, um
0: we do a thing this and is the thing from there you should be
1: able to find your way to the little group we've got on there and to our discord server this is the, the way this is the way this is the way our virtual virtual campfire where you are more than happy to more than happy more than welcome <laughs> i hope you'll be more than happy but in any case you're more than welcome to come and join mm. us um, and uh, if you have a moment, uh, you may also like to um, go and check out our friends at Awaken the North. Yeah, they're uh, kind of groovy a, people. Um, a, an, an inclusive uh, heathen community um, who are um, very inclusive. They are pretty chill folks. And heathen. Yeah. And just generally groovy, groovy folk. Yeah. Um, so it will be, you would be more than welcome with them too. Uh, go and check them out, awakenthenorth.org, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, and as for us, we will see you next time. Go to Roosten. Do that again.
0: <laughs> see you next time,
1: lovely listeners. you hit me with Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hitting you with Dutch. Okay, i do some Latin, but I don't know what see you next time would be. I'll work that out for next time. In the meantime, in, in, until then, I shall just say, Oalete.
0: Oalete. Best Aww. I can do. That's nice. Uh, Thanks. Uh. See you next time, lovely listeners. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.